0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And it do not necessarily speak for the entire West Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Now, Some of you, like myself and my family, uh, have not been part of this community for nearly as long. Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about our story of ending up here. A few years ago, or a year ago, last summer in July, it was a hot morning, and I was committed to finding something to do that morning related to something remotely spiritual that didn't completely bum me out. Uh, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Such a drag. So, and I I mean, years I've been trying to get to this point and really, really had a difficult time with this question of like, I'm actually curious about spiritual things and the things of God and what we perceive and all of that. And yet, um, all I found was basically a certain um, progression, which was one person doing what I'm doing right now, saying, I know this to be true about God, right? And that's not inherently wrong. But then when you ask the question, okay, how do you know that's inherently true? Uh, Well, somebody else told me that it was inherently true. And how did they know it was inherently? Well, they read it somewhere from someone, right? Uh, And and again, that's not like a terrible way to uh, tell stories. I mean, history is full of that. Um, but I got I got a little tired of the certainty. Um, so it was mid July morning, and I'm walking, just feeling like a really good dude walking to church, you know. And I just got so hot and decided to not walk to church. <laughs> and so I was on Vermont and 52nd, and rather than go to the Episcopal Church because I thought, well, they seem to be fighting about good topics, um, so maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's an interesting thing. But the robes, I don't know, whatever. So forget it. I'll just go to coffee. And walked past West Hills Friends uh, as we were going to, as I was walking to Maplewood Coffee next door. Saw the sign and thought, oh my gosh, this is weird. Both my children go to this school. We've lived in this neighborhood in Multnomah Village in Maplewood for 14 years. Um, And I've never really thought about just wandering into that building. And uh, I'm an old Bible college guy, and I wrote a paper on why friends are heretics in college. (laughs) Yeah, I got an A, too. It was good. It was good. So the problem with that July morning is non-heretics Didn't really do much for me, (laughs) so I thought, maybe I'll go party with the heretics, see what happens. And I want to tell you what I saw. And I want to tell you from my eyes, because I know, I I grew up, I'm a pastor's kid, I know the whole thing. Like, I know, like, the problem with Trump right now for me is that I understand why people dig him. Like, and I don't want to (laughs) understand, but I do. Like, I get it. Um, So I want to tell you a little bit about what I see and experience or what I saw and experience the first time I came here. Uh, I walk in and there's a guy playing an accordion. Uh, I think it was Jim. Yeah, it's like a Johnny and June, Tom Waits and Kathleen-like scenario. Just what is it? And enter the theme of disorientation, okay? Because I'm used to Sexy scarves and bleach tips and U2 cords, and you know, the whole deal. Um, so, so that first off, just I don't have a, a drawer to put this information in, right? And then I forget his name, I, Eli Isaac. Something you had a really neat guy here for a while, Elijah. He's up here, just sweetest dude, working. I don't know if you're familiar with the fact that this is the last building on earth to... This is a historic landmark. And And then the bulb dies. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. This is a wobbly Jenga tower. And what I'm used to is church that that functions a lot like an episode of the tonight show and it, it really does like it flows well prayer is an opportunity for the band to tune up and plug in without making a scene and and um you know it's, it's just everybody looks really good and sheen this was not that um at all and i didn't know whether i liked it or not i just knew that i was disoriented and there was a degree of anxiety that came with that disorientation. Um, but it was something I decided to just roll with. Then um then this Beatles haircut guy comes up with like a Mr. Miyagi beard quoting Kurt Vonnegut. And uh I'm just going, This is I s it's getting worse. Like I don't know. I'm it's making less sense. I'm thirty-six years old. I'm not wise but I've been around for a minute and none of this has a reference point for me so cut to a few months later my family and I are hanging out here for a little bit and we go to the new folks group and I ask Mark so um, what kind of books do you guys do you read books I, mean, I don't know how does this work you, like, he's like uh, now Bible college I'm used to like J.I. Packer D.A. Carson, right? Uh, John Stott. Like, these are names of John Wayne-type names, right? It's all men and uh, two syllables, whatever. <laughs> and, and some of you know where this is going. Mark goes, oh, you should read a book called the Introduction to Quakers by Pink Dandelion. <laughs> It was a super good book, too. And I read about Pink Dandelion, and he was an anarchist. He, Pink, just goes by Pink. Fantastic. Now, back to that first visit where I wandered in aimlessly, Uh, when Mike was done speaking, he just sits down. He didn't say, We're not going to do anything for a half hour. And so, disorientation ensues, anxiety increases, and something happened in me that, smor- that morning that is with me to this day. Um, I listened. And uh, I no longer had to process what I thought about the, prop- about the propositions the person up front was making and whether they held up against the tenets of things that blah, 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 boring, who cares, and yada. Yada. Uh, I all of a sudden had to figure some things out and to to shut up, which is really difficult for me to do because I have so many good things to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say that in jest. I'm desperate for affirmation. Um, so I say all of this to you because as much as I've tried to erase so many memories of of church and God and Jesus and spirituality and George Bush and whatever—it's all in the same stew for me. As much as I've tried to get rid of that stuff, um, there's this little gnat of these that just bothers me of these Jesusy quotes that I can't get away from. And one popped into my head that morning, and it was when Jesus is addressing the question of anxiety and worry. And his, his response was to consider the lilies. Uh, and he didn't say, think about it. It makes sense. Or at least that's what it says he said. And what he, what, what it says was consider. Just think about it. What are lilies? They're flowers. What are flowers? Okay, they grew independent of me. I didn't feed them. I didn't water them. They're there. I'm part of their ecosystem. But if I die, they don't care. The ecosystem that they are part of continues with or without me, yet I'm still part of it. There's a lot there. It's not concerned. It it is simply yielding and participating. The problem with that... Uh, challenge is that lilies are always there and it's annoying to feel as though you have to consider every minute piece of information all of the time and so in order to cope with that we tend to grow familiar with things and when we're familiar with things things no longer feel peculiar And as I've discovered from many of you and Mr. Pink Dandelion, that one of the the core concepts behind what this is is peculiarity. Um, So I'll I'll gently challenge anyone here who feels as though this is a normal thing um, to reconsider and remind yourself that this is profoundly peculiar and that there's beauty in the simplicity of what is happening here. And similar to the lilies in that metaphor, you all have a lot to do with the beauty that's happening here. And yet there's also something really neat about the fact that it, it, the beauty's here whether or not you're participating. <laughs> uh, you cannot be here and the beauty's still here, or you can be here and that beauty's here. It's just a matter of whether or not you'll consider it. way over my three to five minute mark so I apologize but I will leave you with this question of um, what you should consider what is familiar to you that is in reality peculiar fixate on those consider them and like me you may find that something has been in front of you for in our case six years 14 years (laughs) This was here the whole time and yet I never considered it thank you hey thanks for listening to our podcast we're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends if you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways we have a couple options for you you can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.